Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Baseball and much more. You know what that makes you. Larry. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch. Being new to the club, how do you feel about the way things have gone for the Indians so far? I'm the only winner on the team. The rest of them are losers, either by choice or by birth. The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080. You play ball like a girl! The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner for a Must Be a Wednesday as baby. God, I wish it was always a Wednesday. I really, I really, well, you really said, do. You always say it is always a Wednesday, so now you're lying to yourself. What's going on? <sighs> Maybe I've fallen off the rails, man. <laughs> Maybe I have fallen off the rails. It's a wild, it's a wild, interesting thing to think about. We're here in baseball playoffs. Usually, we use this uh, segment to, you know, the mess around, as as the great uh, Ray Charles used to say. But we are in separate booths today. We are, we are. Joe Fish not available to be with us today, so we're uh, we're a little bit of a bullpen game here today. Well, I mean, not really. It's just I'm doing two things at once. Oh. So, so you're the Shohei Otani. Yes. I would love to be compared to Shohei Otani. Uh, side note, I'm going to totally derail this real quick. Well, that's the whole point of the first segment, no? Yeah. So uh, my screen here that lets me, like, touch fun things, I just get off at weird times like that, uh, says a restart is required for Odyssey system update. Yeah, I've been delaying that all day today, so hopefully it'll happen overnight. So what's really funny was I uh, I did my last my last shift ever, not ever, but I'll probably be there sometime. But my last shift for the foreseeable future of your month in a week filling in for the now father Will Darkens, correct, is done on the afternoon show AJ and Dusty and Dusty came in here. At about 11.59, his show starts at noon. Shows what kind of slacker he is. And this thing popped up and he goes, my computer screen says it, it needs an update. What do I do? And I was like, you know, I don't know. I could go ask the IT bros and see if it's going to screw anything up. And he goes, you know what? That sounds like an Isaac Rop problem. Postponed for four hours. <laughs> postponed for four hours. And four I imagine hour- that means Isaac Rop also postponed and it for four hours. Four hours later, sure enough, that's a Patrick Harris problem, and we're just going to go ahead and click. Well, that's funny. Four so hours. noon, right? So that <laughs> yep. means at four o'clock, Rop did it. Now yep. it's eight o'clock. Yep. You're doing it. Yep. 
I did it earlier. <laughs> at, I think mine popped up at four, and I was like, nope, four hours, and now I just did four more hours. It happened when we were recording the podcast in the other room, too. Oh, yeah? I gave it two hours in that one because I knew we only needed it for an hour. <laughs> but all these computers are going to restart. Well, it's funny. You guys came in Honestly, for... don't you know that we do radio shows in here? <laughs> I came in for swag, and he goes, I'm trying to... Lo- oh, here, I'll log out for you. And he's logging out of the computer so I can log in. And he goes, do you want to restart? And he goes, no, I don't want to restart. And then it just restarted instead. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? And he's like looking at me like, I'm so sorry, man. I was like, swag, it's going to restart, man. I got 45 minutes till I need it. Yeah, it's what okay. happened to me once was uh, I came in here to do an update and I get in here at, you know, two... 257 to switch shows with sure, whoever's sure. in the midday show. Which we've been doing for a lot. It's been great to see you every day. Yes. I come in and say hi most days. And um I get in and I and I whoever was here first signs out of the computer. And then I go, I literally click on sign into user. And as I'm typing in my information, <laughs> it pops up under the sign in box. Windows is working on updates. <laughs> No! And I'm like, I, I have two minutes until my update. And you need to print. I don't need you your need updates. I need my update. How come you don't print it before you come in? Uh, because the printer in here is way it's easier so to much use. easier to use. It's so much easier to use. The other printer requires passwords and things. And stupid. then it's like a delay and it's internet. And it doesn't uh, always work. Yeah. yeah. So I just wait to come in. And uh, I did my update at three o'clock completely off the top of my head with what I remembered were two stories. And uh, I was like, okay, that's it. That's the update. And then it finished in like seven minutes. And then I, then I was able to print it out for the next one. <laughs> but I have literally three minutes to get stuff done. Don't start updating on me in the middle of the day. Wait until the middle of the night. Wait, so you went live on an update with no sheet? Yeah. Oh, I've done prof- that before. That's professional, man. It's difficult, but you can you can get it done. That's professional. I feel like I'd be like, a little bit, little bit, and then have to dump myself. You'd be like, ah. And then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just kind of, you, you think and you go, okay, what stories did I do? What stories can I do without reading the details? Because then you get rid of the other ones where it's like, I would have not done the Rolovich story because that's way too many details to try to think off the top of your head. Oh, yeah. There's way too many adjectives you have to use why that guy's an idiot. Yep. That you're like, I'm going to say something dumb if I don't have this written down. If it happened today, I would have been like, okay, I know the Blazers opened their season against the Kings. Easy. And I know that there's two baseball games going on. Moda Center. We're baseball kids. We know the games. I would have done those off the top of my head. I threw in a little Baker Mayfield today. I I have the the lockout memorized because, you know, I've been doing this for too many years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I just did it, and there there you go. That's how I got it done. That's how I would have done it today if it happened. Uh, Off the rails again. I mean, are we on the rails yet? Uh, No. Um, We're in a field right now. (laughs) <laughs> we're in a field. We're getting dangerously close to getting into a lake. <laughs> However, in four minutes, we'll find a new track near the lake. And then I'm going to start asking, is that a lake or is it more of a reservoir? Right. Yeah. Uh, I have is it an ocean. I have a salt's bad for the gears. I have a Halloween party. I have to go to in 10 days. Oh, and I'm trying. Boy, to, I forgot Halloween's coming up. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out a cost. It's a costume party. And I used to do costumes all the time. Like when I was in college, I used to do costumes all the time. But I don't do them as much anymore. I've been kind of a like curmudgeon about it. I know, shocker, if you listen to the show, I'm like anti-everything. Uh, you're a hipster. <laughs> uh, Look at all the plaid you're wearing. Have you thought, damn, really? Oh, yeah, damn. Uh, <laughs> have you thought about a Halloween costume for this year, Michael? Uh, I am not a costume person. Okay. 
I have never been a costume person outside of when I was a child. You more of like a three-hole punch, Mike? <laughs> yeah. That's an office reference. Basically. Um, but the thing is, is my girlfriend's a big Halloween person. You know, that doesn't surprise me. The times we've hung out, I can see that wild spirit in her that's like, let's oh, yeah. get crazy. Let's oh, dress yeah. up. Let's do it. Now, we've already planned what we were going to do. However, a lot of things have happened since then, and I'm not sure what's happening because okay. it's so soon. Um, we were going to do Fifth Element. Ooh. And I was going to do, because I'm not a costume guy. Sure, sure. But dressing up as a haired <clears throat> Bruce Willis is not so difficult for that movie. Okay. You get a wife beater and, you know, it's easy. Uh, uh, they're she, called ribbed muscle tees. Okay. Um, <laughs> she was not going to do the, like, super crazy, like. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, it's, like, stuck on her boobs and there's gaps everywhere. Right. She was going to do Chris Tucker. No, she was going to do Mila Jovovich, just a different outfit. Yeah, just just like less I'm naked. Yes, that was the plan. I have heard nothing about it, and she's the one who's supposed to take the lead, and that's 11 days away. I also went to her house on Saturday, and she doesn't have any decorations up, which is very unlike her. Oh, okay. I guess her life's kind of going like crazy a million miles an hour right now. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but that was the rough plan for what this Halloween was going to be. You guys have the kids that weekend? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. Because we do not. Ah, so, so you get to do adult Halloween. Yeah, we've got an adult Halloween party to go to, and I think I've figured out my costume because I keep talking about it. I do not want to shave the mustache. Okay. I don't. I've been working too hard on this for the last, like, two and a half, three years. Is it funny to me that I almost never notice what facial hair you have because you've changed it so often that I just expect you to have different facial hair? Right, but we've been friends for so long that that's what you think. But I was talking with my employers today who I have been, I have known for years and really close. And they're like, I only know you as bald mustache. Mm, that's weird. I know. Right. It's really crazy. I went I didn't to see you do the blonde hair that you grew <clears throat> up. I went to a memorial for an old bandmate in Seattle over the weekend who, who unfortunately passed. And I got there and nobody recognized me. My old bandmates recognized me. Because, you know, I'd seen them recently. and Was that when you still had hair? That's what it was. Is then they opened the floor for people to talk. And I walked up and I talked about writing music with, with my buddy Todd. And, and, and how music, when you write music with somebody, you learn a lot about them without sharing, you know, pertinent information. And I said, you know, I, we wrote a song one time and it's on the CD that a lot of you have been referencing. And uh, I'd like to play that song for you. And I played that song and I got done. And then a bunch of people were like... Patrick? And I was like, yeah. They were like, boy, I did not recognize you. Boy, time has been cruel. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, it's been about 10 years, and I'm I'm bald AF now. Because mm -hmm. back then, it was long, <clears throat> long curly hair, no facial hair, and my voice was probably, you know, a couple registers up back then. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so moral of the story is I'm trying to find a costume that lets me keep my mustache, and I think I settled on it. Okay, what? Is and it? since nobody's listening, I'm not like ruining it. Uh, I think I'm gonna do Ted Lasso. Okay, I gotta get some fake hair and the visor, but I can buy the suit. And uh, can't you do? Doesn't he have like a like a sweater vest thing he wears too? Yeah, but he I also you probably have he also has like a like a like a track suit that he wears when he's coaching. And I found that I can buy it online for like 60 bucks. Oh, okay. And I was kind of like, yeah, why not? Is it actually like a pre-made Ted Lasso costume? I th no, no. I think it's like, <clears throat> I think it's like, uh, like official merchandise for the show. 
Oh. Like, I like the show so much, I'm I want to buy his tracksuit track wow. to where I can just buy it and wear it as a costume for my new favorite EPL team. There you go. Yeah. You Did seen you that show? No, I want to. I love soccer. Oh, we already talked about this on the last thing we just did. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I love uh, Jason Sudeikis, but it's um, <clears throat> it's on Apple TV. And for whatever reason, I don't know anybody who has it. And I have not gone to find other methods to watch it yet. I'm in the middle of Squid Game season one with my girlfriend. And? fantastic oh, okay i'm four episodes in it's uh, amazing i'm worried about it i'm worried it's gonna like freak me out it's not like awesome. in a scared way but be like i need to sell all my worldly possessions and move to like laos and just get away from everybody no it, it's not as dark <clears throat> as it's sold as okay there's a certain uh the main character in it is kind of goofy which naturally lightens up the show because he's just a goofy guy and there's a certain lightness about it because I'm sure you've heard of some of the details. Oh, of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I've seen, I mean, there's memes now. There's, you know you're famous when right. there's memes. They're kids' games. So it's like, although, yes, there is death, and some <clears> of it is, there is gruesome stuff, don't get me wrong. It's not like, oh, my God, I want to die, die in a hole after watching this. It's like, this is really intense. What's the next episode like? <clears throat> and trust right. me, I'm not a guy who, especially during COVID, I have not watched a lot of, like, dramas. Mm -hmm. I've been very much, like, protect my mental health, don't watch something that's going to make me depressed. Like just stay like watch Parks and Rec again, watch Archer again, all that kind of stuff. This one I dove into and I was like, I, I want to watch it because everyone's talking about it, but I haven't started it yet. And I'm like, I'm itching to go back to my girlfriend's this weekend to watch the last few episodes because it was really good. Yeah, it's got some uh, like sci-fi post-apocalyptic stuff that really talks to me, but I got to check with a lady before I do it and be a good partner. Well, if she wants to watch it with exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want to cheat on But But the moral of the story of this is that I am now subject to basing my Halloween costumes on my mustache. So if you have any great ideas for mustached Halloween costumes, 503-250-1080. I will gladly accept them. I might not do them this year, but I'll put them in the old vault <clears throat> to make sure uh, we find them. Uh, Mike? Patrick. Do you want to talk baseball? I feel like we must, despite the fact that I'm almost hate-watching the playoffs at this point. But uh, yes, yes. Oh, that's so fun. This will be so fun because I'm like the opposite way. Well, no, I got a little bit of you, but I've got a little bit on my own. Okay, there's a lot to get to. I would like to start in the American League, if that's all right with you. The Get it out of the way. Yeah, yes. let's get it out of the way. The National League is on right now. Braves are up 6-2. They just got an insurance run as Freddie Freeman drove in Dansby Swanson to make it 6-2, top of the ninth. We'll start in the American League, and we'll get to all that next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eat the fan. Well, Kali Dokley, it's 8.20. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. You can follow us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PDD085. Speaking of that, Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pumpkin Beers. Before we get to baseball, I'm going to continue off the rails for a second. Did you just kill the music? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I faded it down. Oh, okay. I do it way faster than you do. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I let it ride, baby. I like the music. The Portland Timbers four minutes ago tweeted this. It is a picture <clears throat> of a very tall man drinking a beer in the crowd. Drinking a beer? Because nor I know where you're going with this, but usually he's a wine drinker. Drinking a beer. Well, he is at a Timbers game, so I mean, yeah. a lot more beer options than wine options. Yeah, this is true. They tweet... Terry Stotts in the house. Thanks for joining us tonight. Cheers, RTCID uh, or RCTID. And um, I love, I highly respect that level of petty. And on the opening night of his former team, he doesn't have a job, so he's probably still living in Lake Oswego. He's sure. got you know, built to build himself a life here. He's got money. He's got money. He, 10 can, years. He, he can take off a little bit of time. And he just went to the Timbers game instead. Same night, they're both playing at home. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Side note, Eddie Rosario just went deep for the second time tonight on a three-run bomb. It's now 9-2 Atlanta over L.A. Boy, he's been clutch these last two games. Of Tony Gonsolin. I know I love Eddie Rosario. He used to play for my team like four months ago. Uh, We used to do do this on AJ and Dusty, Petty Friday. I didn't know Petty Friday came two days early. You know what, Terry Stotts? My tip of the cap to you as I'm literally tipping my cap. Respect gift. You know what, dude? Get it, man. Because this team is running it back and pretending like it's something brand new. Pretending like you were the problem. You're the problem, yet it's the same roster and everybody like Dirt and Sprague this morning. You guys talked about it on primetime today. Dirt and Sprague this morning had a plethora of guests from all walks of life. And they all said the same thing, that basically Blazers are a seven seed out in the first round. Yep. So Terry Stotts, my tip of the cap to you, go Timbers, RCTID, Terry, next time I see you at the game, I know you're listening right now. He's got his one AirPod in, checking out the hot corner Big while he's watching fan, the game. Yeah, yeah. Big baseball guy he is. He is drinking beer. And uh, and uh, next time I see you, Stotty, uh, you're, as Rob would call him, the Terror Bear. Terry, your beers are on me for the rest of your life. As long as the wine's Fantastic. on. As long as the wine's on you. See how I did that? <laughs> beer's cheaper than wine. Yeah. Only he can afford to get you the $100 bottles and let you try them. <laughs> and I'm like, Terry, I pulled this out of the cellar. This six-year-old bourbon barrel-aged beer. Blow your mind. And he's oh, like, yeah? What's the retail? Oh, retail's probably 150 Got it for free. <laughs> he pulls out of his cellar, Patrick. <laughs> this is a 1992 Pinot Noir from blah, blah, blah Valley. Retails Retail, at 475 $1,200. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it for $1,200. <laughs> got it yesterday. I had a bottle of it, and I just couldn't say no. Just had to, had to dive into it. Uh, congr- because, you know, for you, $1,200 is like $2. Yeah, congrats to Terry Stotts. I hope you live in Portland for the rest of your life, and you will be a toast of the town when this Blazer team continues to kibosh the bed. Well, we shall see. They are losing by, like, 12 to the Kings at halftime in their first hey, game. Hey, dude. So. Hey, dude, man, like... Accountability, though. Accountability, you know. 
three-guard lineup. Kings are running three-guard lineup tonight. Yeah, a lot of teams are. I've been looking through the box scores. There's a bunch of teams going to it, so it's almost like it's not the worst night. Okay. I thought Shea created it. I'm going to stop. This is a baseball show. What are you talking about, Mike? <laughs> no, I, uh, I was telling you this before the show. I'm not really a huge NBA fan, but I really have gotten into the Blazers the last few years, and I am... Uh, I am I, every time the season starts. I know that it's the same old, same old. But I kind of get jacked up and get a little hopeful for, for the whatever, Blazers. For reason. Yeah, for the Blazers. For the Blazers. For the Ballsers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Oh boy, our one texter who says that a lot's going to love you for that. <laughs> He's one. not listening, right? Oh, now. he is. He already texted in. <laughs> All right, let's slide over to baseball. Let's get into the show that we love to do. Uh, I, I find this. I find this postseason. I think this postseason has been pretty great so far. Just honestly, in terms of like drama and names and things like that, we knew the Astros White Sox series wasn't going to be that great. Sadly, because the White Sox were a very good team, but the matchup was just terrible. For yeah, them. it just looked like a bad matchup. We knew that. And it was. Yankees, Red Sox in a wild card game, that's intriguing. You know, Red Sox, Rays, that's intriguing. Giants, Dodgers, get the F out of here. Of course, I'm going to watch every single one of those games, and I did. And I was very happy after last week's conversation that that game five did have that extra layer of intensity that I felt was missing. I thought it was so great. In the first few games of that series. So bravo to those two teams. And then here we are now, Boston Astros, you know, people that watch that, if you're not a, a Red Sox or an Astros fan, you're like, boy, who? what's going on in the National League? You know, I, I love that. There's that, like, you, you hate watch the game, as you were alluding to earlier. And then Bravos, Dodgers, everyone's like, yeah, Bravos, Bravos don't have a chance, Dodgers. but And here we are. It's 9-2 going in the bottom of the ninth, and the Braves about to take a 3-1 series lead. Well, the so, Braves, if they didn't blow it yesterday, would have been sweeping <clears throat> them right now. Yeah, and so I think, I think this has been a very intricate, a very unscripted kind of aspect to walk into the playoffs. But I have, some ma- I have a massive issue, and it's not... Houston destroying the White Sox. It's not check swings that aren't check swings. It's not strike zones that are big or small. It's that there's something about one of these teams is going to play in the World Series, okay? Between, are we focusing on the ALCS right now? Between these two teams. There are two teams playing baseball right now, and one of them is going to go to the World Series. And one of them, both of them have won a World Series recently. And I have massive, massive issues with what the hell is going on. And that is where I want to start. But before we do any of that, I want to get to Mike with sports. The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Game four of the NLCS has the Braves up 9-2 in the bottom of the ninth with one out as they're looking to take a commanding 3-1 series lead. Uh, but we've seen this stuff before in sports, so don't count them out, but that's where that is. We'll get to the NLCS at the top of the eight, uh, 9 o'clock hour. But I want to spend a, I, I want to spend a good, healthy chunk on this, Mike, because I don't know if I've shared this with you or not. I know we text back and forth about games when we see cool stuff and, oh, did you see that? Oh, that pitch was terrible, blah, 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 whatever. But watching this Houston 
Boston series is painful. Boy, a lot of it. Boy, don't the National League and American League truly represent themselves this year in the offseason? Yes, they do. Or in the postseason, I should say. Yes, they do. Like, the American League is just, yak, 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 homers, 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 homers. Nobody cares, nobody cares, nobody cares. And the NL has been that chess match, starters, clutch hitting, things like that. I mean, I know tonight's game is not. Bad managerial decisions again by Dave Roberts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so We've only been telling you for five years. So they kind of, you know, really represent the leagues, which is great for baseball, in in my opinion. The point where I think this has gone a little too far is with the exception of home runs and the home crowd just eating up those moments, if you take the insignias off their jerseys and hats... This American League Championship Series is some of the worst high-profile baseball I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's been really, really sloppy. It is unbelievably sloppy. The fielding's been bad. The pitching has been bad. The hitting's been great. Hitting's been fantastic. But, I mean, so you can't really complain there. But in terms of pitching and hitting, it's it's this is not how you play ALCS baseball for sure. Take I mean, aside. Jose Altuve, who's a good fielder, has made multiple errors in this series. Take aside Valdez today. No starter has looked good. No bullpen has looked good. Nope. I'm seeing fielding errors. I'm seeing base well, running errors. That's not fully true. Pavetta looked pretty good yesterday. Uh in, not today in the what is that game four? Sure, but I feel like I feel like we're stretching here, you know, like we're like looking Edward for Rodriguez moments. pitched great in game three. So there, there are times where it's happened. There are times where it's happened, but on a whole, there is nothing I can say about this series that pitching is so good. Valdez was, Valdez might have put in the best pitching performance of the playoffs so far. Boy, minus that dinger he gave up. Boy, man, he was untouchable today. Better than, uh, <clears throat> oh my god, who was it? Help uh, me. Uh, who's the kid from uh, 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 Corbin Burns against Charlie Morton? Game one against the Brewers and Braves. Yeah, that was a great one for that sure. That was a good one. There's been a couple of them. There's been a couple good ones. Walker Bueller's had a good start. There's uh, uh, Logan Webb. Logan Webb game one. Yes, yes. Logan Webb game one. San Francisco yeah. Dodgers. Probably. Like there's been some good ones, but in this in this Red Sox Houston series, it's it's funny. This Red Sox team is. <clears throat> is kind of acting like they remind me a little bit of the 04 Red Sox in the sense that they're trying to play with this loose atmosphere, this loose vibe. Like when you make a mistake, it's okay. It's all fun because we're winning and everything's rad. And, you know, they, they're they scraggly looking and they're pudgy and out of shape, but they timely hit, da 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 But when you really break down to it, it's really ugly baseball. Who was it yesterday? That was running it. That that was uh, the play was at second. The ball got passed. He ran to third. The ball got passed. He overslid the bag, but turned around and grabbed it like he was on a tube on the Willamette. 
Did you see that? I think I missed that and one. And like live. pulled himself forward. And he gets up and he starts laughing and he's looking at the crowd and the crowd's going nuts. <laughs> and the bench is like, yeah, that's so funny. So cool. And it's like, you are the worst base runner. Was it, I've was ever it Schwarber? Seen. No, it wasn't Schwarber. It was one of those other fat dudes they got on that team. And I'm just looking at it. And was it Christian <clears throat> Vasquez? Yes, it was Christian Vasquez. Thank you. Okay. And I'm looking at it like people are trying. It's almost like Boston fans. Like when you're watching, if you're a Boston fan, you're like, look how fun this is. And it's like, no, look how terrible you are. And we don't like the Astros. We bang on them all the time. Pun intended. Intended. Pun intended. We bang on them all the time. You are a Yankee fan. So obviously the Red Sox have no love in your heart. This is just bad baseball. That's it. It's just bad baseball, and it's hard to watch. But it's been high drama, which does save that a little bit as well. I think I think that's the key here is that it may be ugly baseball, but the drama's been intense. I think yesterday's game was absolutely fantastic. Sure. 2-2. Uh, Astros come back to tie it. There's the borderline non-strike call on Eovaldi against uh, Jason Castro, of all people, who hit the game-winning single. And I got a question about that, which we'll do – in about ten minutes, I want to I want to talk about the umps a little bit. Sure, uh, in, sure. In, in particular, that call because you do you want me to save it? No, 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 okay. no. Go for it. No, go for it. So the reaction to that call on social media yesterday when it happened was oh, it was huge. Was as if it was right down the middle. He missed a curveball for strike three. Okay, watching the game live. I sat there and I went, that's pretty borderline. It is a borderline call. And then I saw the <clears throat> uh, the stat cast, the little, the little uh, pitch FX that they have. It was a strike. I'm not saying it wasn't. But it was like in a seventh of the ball was on the strike zone. It was mostly a ball. And Suk said this today on the show today. He said that that, that pitch over the course of the season would have been called a strike 26% of the time. So, <clears throat> Laz Diaz had a hor- horrible game. Yes, he very missed much like so. twenty-five balls and strikes calls. If you looked at his uh, ump scorecard, his consistency was great because he was terrible all across the board. I see the ump scorecard for every playoff game on Reddit because yep. I follow the the MLB subreddit. It was a really really and so bad I see one. And I always look at him. Uh, it, it was a tough day at the plate for yes, him, it, as far as traditional strike zone goes. Well, and like we know, Laz Diaz is not <clears> a great umpire. We know his name. We know if you it. know the umpire's name. That's not a good thing. Yeah, we know it, but. I absolutely hated that that specific pitch got the uproar. Did I understand the situation it was in? But watching it live, I kind of went, that might be a ball. Like, I know that it clipped. It clipped, which technically means it's a strike. But I watched it and went, that might be a ball. And the reaction was, robo said it was clearly a strike. You guys are idiots. Like, how do you miss that call? And I'm sitting here going, how do you miss that call? It was like barely on the strike zone. What are you talking about? Well, and and a lot of, a lot of you know in both of these series, and I know we're a little focused on on Astros Boston here, but a lot of these series are, you know, like this is the narrative that I'm hearing is the umpires suck and Boston should be up, or why are the Dodgers not winning? And the reality of both of these series is is that Houston is pitching better and hitting timelier than the Red Sox. And the Braves own the Dodgers right now. The Braves are frankly just 
demolishing just, the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. And and so you have to remember, you know, like like I see this great text, 503-250, so terrible there in the ALCS, and I know what you're getting at. What I'm saying is, is that I don't think these teams are terrible, is I think these teams are playing bad baseball. Yeah, the baseball is pretty ugly. Yeah, the baseball is ugly. It's not that I hate the teams or or the teams suck. That's not what I'm saying. It's that the baseball is ugly. But I think what happens so often when we get into this postseason of baseball is that the narrative shifts, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, people are 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 looking for something to talk about that's not the actual game. And my friends, I hate to tell you this, that's not baseball. You know, who said it the other day? Draymond Green said the other day that he watches all these NBA shows about basketball and not a single one of them talks about basketball. He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. We watch baseball shows that talk about baseball and you guys tell me it's not boring or you guys tell me it's boring. So then when something shows up, you're looking for the non-boring answer. And I'm sorry, that's just not how it's built. Yep. Like the, the strike zone for that umpire is it a little large? Sure. Is it a little different than everything? Sure. Welcome to baseball. You know that, so adjust to it. If you're a pitcher and you're like, wow, that guy's giving me the corner, you're going to pound the damn corner. You know how many times I watched Corey Kluber throw that slider away into the bottom left side? And he was like, wow, that guy's giving it to me. You'd see, ball, you'd see balls way out of the zone. But the ump's like, yeah, I'll get it to you. You're like, boom, see ya. Yeah, it's just been one of those. I'm having a really hard time with it for personal reasons, obviously, as well. Sure, sure, sure. I hate the Red Sox even more because they're making me pull for the Astros. Yeah. Because I can't, I cannot, cannot root for the Red Sox right. in any semblance, shape, or form, despite the fact that the Astros are cheaters and I hate them pretty much equally at this point. It's obviously not equal because I can't do it. Because between the two, you know where your allegiance lies. Well, yeah, and it was, it was. In this game today, when Yuli Gurriel hit that little single that scored two runs, you I was go, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, bury <clears throat> those stupid Red Sox. And on the opposite, to where it's like, I hate the Astros so much that it's like, am I going to root for the Red Sox? It's like, oh no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I might root for the Astros here. It's uh, it's just been, I, I love the drama of the series, but you are right. And I, I, I've seen a lot of baseball writers referencing this is that it's just been pretty, it's been rough going in terms of crisp, smooth baseball. This series has not been it in terms of, as, as Patrick would say, yak, 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 mm-hmm. and three grand slams and like seven innings for the Red Sox mm-hmm. and 18 runs in two games for the Astros here. I mean, I'm imagining this is what baseball wants fans to see is homers and runs and really high scoring and all that kind of stuff. Well, when someone makes a base running error, someone makes a fielding error, that's high drama. That's mm-hmm. ratings. Yep. That's that's pundits talking the next day and writing columns and stuff like that. But it's not good for the sport. And that and that's the thing is that one of these teams is going to go up against likely the Braves, maybe the Dodgers if they come back. Both of those teams are better fundamentally than Houston and Boston. And that's when you'll see it start to affect them because mm-hmm. right now they're playing against a mirror of each other where they're both messing up. So it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, if you go up against a very clean playing Atlanta team, all of a sudden those errors, you're going to lose a game by one because, well, you committed those errors. Boy, it scares me that the World Series is going to suck. I don't care who comes out of the National League. It scares me to death that the World Series is going to be a sweep or a gentleman's is what it, is what it scares me. When you play with fire. You eventually get burned. But I do want to stick with the American League, and I do want to talk this game. This series is now 
Houston up 3-2 going back to Houston. Yep. Let's take a dive in and let's look and see what's what's gone well for Houston, what's gone well for Boston. Can Boston get out of this? Are we expecting seven? What are the tiebreakers that are going to get either team over the top? We'll do that next. Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. With Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Couple updates for you right now. Timbers Vancouver Whitecaps rivalry game. 82nd minute is 2-2, but I feel there's a strong chance that the Whitecaps are about to take a PK right now due to a foul in the box. As for your Portland Trailblazers, it is 90 to 79 with about two minutes left in the third. That is Sacramento with the lead tonight. Yeah, the Blazers uh just got it back within single digits and then had a turnover and a couple of baskets given up and it's uh, now back to a 13 point lead 92 79 we'll keep you updated on that stuff uh mike when you watch when you watch this series like it's it's so interesting you know let's let's take our baseball hats off it's such an interesting thing to think about when you look at two teams that you obviously hate you know houston chicago white Sox was a tough series for me to watch i mean it wasn't that great baseball or, or that close or anything so that was also tough but when you look at Boston Houston right now, who to you has played better? Because I'll tell you what, the Red Sox seem the flashier team of the two. Kyle Schwarber, Xander Bogarts hit one onto the freeway the other night. Um, I feel like the Red Sox are flashier, yet Houston's up. Who's playing better? Well, I think it's, I don't want to be, you know, sitting on the fence on this, but it's been a really split series. Up until the last two games, it was clearly Boston playing better. Uh, they were getting the clutch hits. They were pitching much better than Houston was. They came out of that Tampa series looking real dangerous. That they did. And they lost the first game, and then they came back, and they won a couple in a row. And it was, you know, Granky got lit up, and they were hitting well. But Eduardo Rodriguez really, really pitched well. Pavetta pitched well. Their bullpen was doing all right. It was one of those, like, okay, all right, Boston. Like, you've kind of – it's almost like you clicked at the right time. And then the Boston team of the regular season that we were also kind of critical of has come back really badly in these last two games. Now, yes, they got a little bit of bad luck with the Eovaldi call against Castro in the last game, but you saw worse pitching. You saw rough, uh, rough fielding from Boston. And then you kind of saw the bullpen completely blow up today. It was very similar to what we saw in the regular season. So it was one of those split series. And right now the momentum's all in Houston's favor because they they They're going home. They were playing terrible. Mm-hmm. Their pitching was awful. Their starters couldn't get anybody out. They were giving up the big hits. They weren't getting hits themselves. And now they're going home with the momentum. Anything's possible. I mean, we've seen such drastic swings that it's like, okay, well, I mean, they can go back to Houston. We almost expect game seven. I honestly don't, the way I've seen the Red Sox play these last two games, but because of how they played the two games prior. Like sure, I, they could come back and, and score thirteen runs tomorrow and or two days from now and 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 get it to game seven. But to me, it's a split. It's an even fifty fifty split. It's the same thing like you're saying. Both teams are playing ugly baseball. Uh, it's been a fifty fifty split. Both teams have had the momentum, and neither team to me in this series has really stood out over the other one. I hate to keep harping on this as it's been something you know we've done this show for about six years now. And I don't think I was ever really big on it, but I have been over the last year or two. I've been very critical of Aaron Boone, been very critical of Dave Roberts. 
Um, I, I try not to be a critical manager guy, but I just keep seeing things lately that just have me asking questions. So I'm going to ask this question. Why is Nathan Eovaldi in that game last night? Because they needed to win. Did they need to win? It's tied 2-2. One thing I will not do, despite the fact that I do not like oh, him. Sorry, it, you're up 2-1. Despite the Why fact is that, Nathan Eovaldi in that game when you could have started him today and have Chris Sale in two days? Despite not liking him, I will not question Alex Cora. Why? Because he's been a great manager. Who bangs gets, on trash cans and has Apple Watches. Yes, he has cheated. But what he has also proven is that in the playoffs, he pushes the right buttons. I think putting Evaldi in that situation when your bullpen is not trustworthy was the best decision he could have made. I guess the reason I ask that... And he would have gotten out of it if he got that strike three call. Because I think, I think, I think you're spot on. I think... You don't have a good bullpen, so Eovaldi becomes your best option. But my question to you is, who are you going to start in the next games? Like, you don't have that luxury of the Dodgers of bringing in Max Scherzer against the Giants. You don't have that luxury because your bullpen sucks, and so do your starters. So you're up two games to one. You're leveraging your future because your right now isn't good, and I guess I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. If your back is up against the wall, if you're down 3-2, if it's, hell, if it's 2-2, I get it. You are up in the series. You are, you are in a close game that you can win. It felt desperate, and it felt like he knows. They might win the series, but it felt to me like Alex Cora knows his team isn't good enough. I kind of fully 100 million percent disagree with that. Okay, fair. Tell uh, me why. What we've seen in this playoffs has been the most extreme example of this, but we've been trending this way for years. Every single manager in the playoffs is going balls to the wall. Everyone's available. It doesn't matter when. I mean, we're seeing starters coming in as relief pitchers in the middle of the of the game. Uh, Dodgers, I'm looking at you. We've seen we've seen such a wild array of breaking the traditional mold of starter to reliever. We've seen like f- six different teams use openers already, just because of hey, this is going to work. And I and I was thinking about this today. It's almost like that strategy is. It's better to have a worse pitcher going early in the game when you have time to come back than it is to throw someone in in the sixth inning when you need them. What if you bring in your starter in the fourth and then he can go three or four innings on short rest and that's getting you to the eighth and that's your best available option? I kind of dig it. I kind of get it. And I think that that's the thing is it's so different and it's so unusual that it's like initially you're like, you're an idiot while you're bringing in Nate Eovaldi right now. But all of these teams are pitching guys on short rest, like super short rest. So I think it's just a different kind of version of, of baseball at this point. I don't see Frambert Valdez or Zach Granke coming in on a day that's not their starting day. I don't see Max Freed, Ian Anderson, or Charlie Morton coming in on days that they are not scheduled to pitch. And those two teams are about to meet in the World Series. So please tell me why that frame of thinking all hands on deck is working. Because the Brewers did this too. You know, Peralta came in early. He was supposed to pitch the next day. 
uh, a council brought him in early, and that team's bounced. Eovaldi's coming in early. That team's about to be bounced. Okay, Julio Urias, Gradrol, these bullpen games. That team's about to get bounced. I mean, it could, I don't see the Braves doing it, and I don't see the Astros doing it. It could be two things. It could be one, uh, Dusty Baker, super old school, and two, Brian Snicker is an older guy, so maybe maybe it's just an older school thought process. <laughs> oh man, are we saying that this new age of baseball that you and I both love? is getting beat by the old way right now. It's either that or it's just purely a, this team doesn't have trust in their bullpen. So the guy they trust most is Nady Evaldi. It's Julio Arias. And which is probably the more realistic. That's more realistic. I I agree with you on that. And it's like, I, I I do not think that was the wrong decision. I think bringing in Julio Arias was that two games ago, which then made this start a short, even shorter rest, even though they just claimed, ah, it's a bullpen day. It's fine. He would have been throwing anyway. Yeah, okay, sure, Dodgers. And he'd given up, we'll get to this later, but he'd given up four runs and then batted yes. in the inning. And I was yeah. like, whoa, what is going is on? Going on here? But I, I do think that there's been some iffy decisions with it, but it's, I think you're going to start seeing this more and more, especially in the play, oh, really only in the playoffs because these regular season games, you're managing it, <laughs> is. It's just going to be. It's June. Why is Scherzer in in the sixth? <laughs> it's going to be more short rest. It's going to be more bullpen usage. And and you mentioned it. Uh, I think you somebody mentioned it to me today. It might have been you. That all of these guys at this point in the year are just exhausted. They've been pitching all year. Yeah. They've been overused. All of these teams have overused their good guys, obviously. So at some point, you got to get the fresh arms in. Who's fresher? A guy who hasn't pitched in a couple of days. Yeah. And he's your starter. Yeah. Yeah. Just calling it like I see it. Just asking questions here. More than willing to admit when I'm wrong. More than willing to brag when I'm right. Just asking questions. All right. When we come back, second hour of the hot corner, we'll get into this. Uh, I want to slide over to the National League. Boy, that Giants-Dodgers series was great, but we ain't got time for that. We're in a whole new ball game as the Dodgers are up against the wall right now. Timbers are down 3-2 in the 91st. There's seven minutes of stoppage time, so there's still a little action to go. Blazers are getting blown out. We'll keep you up to date on both those. We come back loaded second hour. Don't go anywhere. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 